0: yeah
1: i just think i just think for anyone to think to, to not understand that that's a real thing i don't know i don't know it, it really gets me man all right so food should be here like what in, in 10 20 minutes thereabouts oh this is all sounding good yeah all right all right all right i have no idea. how does this look with the like with the mic because i thought the mic was maybe like a bit too much in my face how does that look
2: Put it down
1: just a bit. Yeah, I was thinking like, it's, it's looking like as if like, like the mic is just all up in my face.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
1: hello, hello, and welcome to our listeners and our watchers to Brunch Brothers, the podcast. I am Ajani. I'm Samuel
0: Williams. Idris Gazeta. And,
1: and in this episode, we are going to be looking at the topic that I have called the year of the mask. Before we get into what the year of the mask is all about and going through the contents of this discussion, um, I'm going to start by checking in and let you know that I am exhausted. I am so tired, right? I am so, so tired. It's unbelievable. And (laughs) and, and like, I I took a weekend off last weekend. It was the first weekend in eight weeks that I haven't worked. And I made it a point that not one email was sent. I did not take one phone call i didn't call eds and say i have an idea i didn't do none of that i chilled with family and relaxed and it was lovely but this week i just feel like i'm in the middle of like the 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 last lap if you like Uh, for those of us who work in education you'll know exactly what the (laughs) i'm talking about
2: (laughs) that lead up to some holidays yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Must be a, a, a countdown for you.
1: Look. Absolutely, 16, 16 working days 16? and counting. Sixteen, yes. Why
0: are you off so early? It's not that we're off early. Sixteen oh, working oh, days. Oh, July. Yeah, four yeah, in July. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Sixteen working days, so I don't count Saturday and it's Sunday. Like three weeks. Yeah. yeah. So at the start of this week we had twenty days. Yeah. So as of tomorrow it's fifteen days. Then yeah. So and obviously tomorrow's the halfway mark, which is three weeks because it's six weeks. this for this time um love the job love the people them love my picnic them love them but i am tired um blessed and fortunate to be tired doing stuff that actually interests me and stuff that i like and that excites me and this week particularly i've had the opportunity to to have high impact um in 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 the treatment of certain children in terms of like their mental health and emotional well-being on a grander scale more than just us talking one-to-one and I've spent some time building some wonderful re- relationships and positive rapport with with our parents which is really really important because sometimes it's easy for it to feel like it's an us-and-them situation um, between the school and the parents and so I have had the, the privilege and the pleasure of being the glue brings the parents closer. And for the parents who are already mad at the school or hated certain staff members, I've been there to help to, re- to, to kind of like be the the fixer, you know, the peacemaker. So that feels good. Tired, but productive and feeling great in on an emotional level. But as soon as we're done recording this, please believe I'm getting my clutch in that car. I'm going to take Samuel home as quick as I can. <laughs> and then I'm going to go home and sleep. Sam?
2: Um I'm feeling sad though. Why? Dunno I've just been feeling sad do I've been c- coming in and out of it Um Got back into my routines And Yeah I was feeling Good And then I don't know Just been feeling sad Okay yeah.
1: When did this wave Of sadness begin? <sighs>
2: I'm not sure. I'm not sure because it's been influenced by like other things. So even like, like, so I filmed yesterday. So usually, if I'm filming or doing something, especially because I don't really have early mornings, but that film, I mean, filming because it was a production of the TV um, company, it was like 10 a.m to start so usually if i have an early morning i'm sleeping early but that day was would have been two days ago and my boy called me saying that like, his his message was pregnant for him like, like i know her well and my mom died, didn't mm. and it was just really sad And he came to my house and we were chilling together the guy i've grown up with innit and then yeah it was just sad didn't it? it was really sad of course and i remember he was like oh let's play i haven't touched my playstation in like a year and he was like oh let's play tk so i was like cool and I, I had to even find my playstation <laughs> i <laughs> took it to my room and i was playing with him and stuff no i was playing i was playing um we ended up not playing i put because i got a big tv and a monitor i used them both on my computer but i just put my hdmi to the playstation uh-huh. so the big screen was the game screen, right. and the other monitor was my computer so i was playing the bernie Mac show mm-hmm. and he ended up just watching that mm-hmm. as i was playing like i just started like managing a team on 2k so he was watching me do that and he left and i played and i played and I played and I was not tired and by the time I started feeling sleepy I looked at my phone and it was 6am that is mad and I was like what and I was like yeah oh I didn't leave my light on in my room like it's actually bright like <laughs> it's actually bright in here and because and the TV's big it's really bright isn't it. Mm. so even though natural light was coming in I didn't fully realise and then I went to sleep and then my alarm went off at 7am and I got up and um I went, I filmed, my hair was a mess, I was tired. <laughs> um I was very alive when I you know when I was doing what I enjoyed doing. Right. And then got home and I, I thought I'd sleep, I wasn't tired and yeah I remember today, I woke up today, and I didn't get out of bed till like 1 p.m. And I remember questioning what you guys were talking about because I was like, oh, I remember them saying that they struggled to get out of bed. I was like, is this it? But then I remember, no, because the day before, I had to get up mm. with one hour sleep, and I hopped up even though I wasn't feeling good. Mm. I realized, like, I, before that, I kept thinking, am i struggling to get up am i struggling with this with that and then i realize it's because i don't have to get up Mm. so i just don't get up but if i have to i will and i think that's what's helpful like i i I think i sometimes don't realize the mental space i'm going no 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 no." trying to find a way to articulate this like because i'm doing things it's like Almost a bit therapeutic, or it kind of gets me away mm. from going into that space. But when I have like windows to myself, mm. it's like it gives me enough time to be sad. Mm. If that makes sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um... yeah, I think. I don't know, man. I think, uh, but I think, yeah, it's just c- compounded, man. It's compounded with many things. It's, uh, and it's, it's like, it's not even necessarily deep-rooted from childhood or yeah. like these it's like bad experiences with like the past yeah x amount of years you yeah. know what i'm saying and but we have lots going on around us at
1: the moment yeah. lots like lots of emotionally and mentally draining stuff going on around and and just because you're not plugged in to i suppose like the day-to-day hustle and bustle of like regular folk doesn't mean that you're not going to get touched by it you know you've got friends who confide in you a great deal actually um male and female friends who confide in you um you do have your your business responsibilities that you take care of um and you know you also are pretty much the man of your family so as much as things are patterned it's you're still the one who has to stay on top of it so that then coupled with all the changing variables. Around us all, you know, you're gonna feel it at some point. You know, you're gonna feel it. I I say, feeling sad obviously sucks, but it's a good thing because you you still have you're still in possession of your full spectrum of emotions yeah. and feeling. Whereas there are some people who go through the most ghastly, most horrendous things, and they're just apathetic and they feel nothing. And I can't imagine how frustrating and how dark that must feel mm. you know because some people do not have the capacity to feel sadness you know and if you don't have the capacity to feel sadness then you know really and truly how can you really empathize with those who experience that that emotion mm. how can you you know everyone has their i guess their running track you know and and every track has its easy straight and its tough bends you know, and you know, depending on how many times you go around it, and depending on which lane you're in when you go around it, the experience is never going to be the same. But that track represents life. You know, they're the easy straights, and they're the tough bends.
2: Interesting what you say, cause I'm, I'm you got me wondering now if I've ever experienced sadness like growing up, but I don't really think that like digital. I don't. I don't. Do, you know, do you know what made me clock, yeah? Like, made me kind of articulate or clock that. Right, I'm actually sad, yeah? yeah. I was, was on my way here. And um, when I was playing 2K, because right. I'm playing a manager mode, I'm not actually playing the game. a game. I'm right. just managing, buying, playing, all of that. So the soundtrack's playing, in it. So, when I was in the shower today, my was singing the song. And I don't know what it was. I don't know the name. I just singing my heart out. Like, I don't even know the words. So, now I'm going on YouTube. I wonder I'm, what you singing your heart out. Sounds like... I, I, I searched 2K soundtrack on YouTube and there's a playlist. of 55 songs. So I'm like, ah. Oh, let me try to find this song. So, I'm flicking through. Oh, I know this one. Oh, I know this one. And then, the track just before I got here was a guy just singing... Dave Chappelle, I didn't know he said this, but he said Dave Chappelle told me I'm dope. Everybody told me I'm dope. I'm dope, so no one can tell me anything. But the way he was singing it and stuff, it got me emotional. It's and and I swear to you, no, unless like, like there's no singy tune that gets me emotional or got me like rah like, because I'm listening to it. Yeah, it's not even sad fam, mm. and I'm feeling sad here. And I'm like rah like, that's mad Yeah like. <laughs> chapelle told him he's dope you know like i don't know why that affected me but i'm like right and i was like oh i think i'm sad you know because and i'm thinking oh is this why people care when music artists dies because i swear, that every artist artist that dies i'm like all oh, right that's mad isn't it yeah. but that like, i could love music but when they die it never touches me but i realized that what i felt hearing that song here, like, oh, sh-. if someone feels that and then a the person dies they're gonna feel like, and you know what?
1: I'm gonna take a stab in the dark here, right? But it's like over the last four years, particularly, you've been on this like finding your sensitivity journey, Understood. whatever. And you know, I remember we spoke on Twitter via DM about two years ago, maybe easily, could be three years. I remember like i just saw a tweet a tweet of yours or something and then i i started talking to you in the dms and you were like yeah like i've really been exploring like you know my femininity and this and this and this and whatever mm. whatever." fast forward all those years i feel like on, on top of that you've been engaging in heartfelt open-hearted like open-heart surgery conversations non-stop for six months right mm. whereas before it was your research mm. and el's and jeffrey mm. and your familiars mm right but whereas there's so much more exposure going on so i believe that you're developing a greater understanding of human emotion that you're 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 walking into empathy a lot more and my goodness my goodness one of the godfathers of your profession says something that rings true to you something that comes from a father figure if you like which is you know yeah you had your stepdad and that was great whatever but you didn't have your dad right Mm -hmm. dave chappelle says you're dope right right and 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 it's like you're a stand-up comedian and that's your life you love it you Mm. adore it and whatever Mm. for me i'm not confused as to why you're going to feel away about that Mm -hmm. you know and while to some people it might not make sense it's like well, me bro how can you how can you feel away when someone who's not even connected
2: to you Mm. but to me that makes sense because i was thinking but why this song like it's it's not anything i can relate that's what i was thinking there's not anything i can relate to but that is my profession And right. that is the guy The apex right. Of that right. profession So right. for him to say you're dope Right In that profession Because right. you know what even touched me when he says Eric Badu says you dope Right Because his style Is similar to hers You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying So mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. this Big thing Rags, So it was this yeah. kind of But it's mad because like, there's, there's things you lot say, yeah. And I think, raw like, growing up, I didn't... Because I swear, at one point, I was, I used to joke and say, rah, as a kid, I was a sociopath. Like, I was actually, like, that's mad. Like, and then I realised, no, I actually was... Like, I may have actually you know, been a sociopath. But you know like, what that was, though? I didn't...
1: That was a protective mechanism. I, I need you to speak to Des about that. She'll tell you. It's protective. Because you didn't come up under normal circumstances. I think your mum did a fabulous job protecting you and you gained the the you picked up the baton of protecting yourself very early on from her because you did not grow up under normal circumstances Mm. whatsoever and for you to be like this really amazing upstanding human being there's a cost to that Mm. i've said it before and i'll say it again there is a cost you know i i i love having you as a brother because i just think right this guy's exemplary like he's amazing but the cost that you have to pay, mm, mm. you know, sometimes, you know, this was that, that time when you made comments about about my bridging and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, yeah, she did this. And I said, like, how old are you guys? And you told me, I was like, well, you weren't very nice back then, were you? Mm. <laughs> There's been lots of
2: evolution, mm, mm. Oh, lots of sure.
1: evolution. and I And you know what? I'm sorry you feel sad. I appreciate your honesty and I respect your courage to be open. But this is good news. Because you're actually walking into a new level of empathy that you've never experienced before in your life
2: yeah 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 because even uh when you look speak about stuff man, it's trying to articulate it and it's mad because it almost feels like an oxymoron with people like obviously i feel like you guys are understanding me a lot more but people in the outside world like people even my friends that's known me like seven eight years mm. don't didn't know me 15 years ago mm. so they so if i've grown in a certain area that growth may not reflect another thing that i haven't developed yet so if i've developed a certain level of empathy Mm. and then i tell them not like i don't feel sorry that your grandparents are dead for example Mm -hmm. and they're like but you care if this and you care if that it's like yeah but i don't care about this or i don't care about that just as an example as i'm growing through these things Mm -hmm. There's other things that just... It don't... Act, like, it's such an oxymoron, such a juxtaposition, like... But it's because it's almost like i got to tick off the, 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 the sensitivity list, you mm, know what I'm saying? Okay, mm. now I can understand this. Now mm. I understand this. Now I understand this. But some people will be like, but how could you understand that and not that? How can you feel this? Not this. Yeah, but that's... But it's like I'm, I'm kind of going through it and... I'm,
1: Yeah, and 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 those are the same people who would have this exact same problem as what they're pointing out in you. There's a lot of stuff that they will understand from their own perspective, but I bet you if they sat in here and really got to tuck in to each of our individual stories, there's so much they won't get. There is so much they won't get. We come in here and we pour our hearts out to each other every single. Literally, it's like we put a coffee table here. It's like, all right, lads, hearts on the table. And that's what happens here.
2: It's mad because I always, I always, like me, I'm meticulous with detail and precision. And I always feel like details are so important because you don't know what you're going to get from the details, you know? Mm-hmm. And I honestly was going to say, ah, oh, I was listening to a song and waiting and being sad but i just felt the detail of saying what was said in the song mm-hmm. i'm just happy i said that because that has helped in me working out and articulating what's going on i swear to you this whole podcast that song has been singing i <laughs> i can't know it won't stop like, it's in my head right now yeah, yeah yeah i can hear it i'm just singing it in my head as i'm talking now i can hear it it's, yeah it's my
1: there are messages in the world that resonate with us so much and we don't know how or why until we get to sit down and have a conversation like this. You know, um, for me, there are so many things that I guess serve as, I don't say triggers, but like the reminders, you know, and sometimes I'm being reminded of something that I, I don't know exactly what it is, <clears throat> but when I'm able to, I'm like,
2: ah, oh,
1: okay. It makes sense. I get it. Um, this, this topic, the topic for today is going to be particularly perfect for you, Sam, actually, because, you know, when we, when I think about the fact that, you know, you're developing certain um, aspects of yourself emotionally now, then, you know, that their masks must have been fastened on nice and tight. <laughs> but before we get there, Idris, I'd like to hear your check-in, please. Of course, of course. I have mask mm-hmm.
0: uh, Work-wise... Um... It's been good, you know, it's been mm-hmm. shatter Yeah. "Yeah," um, but I feel like I've properly found my place. Yeah. Do you know where you're we were talking about navigating the kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I feel Optimum like now, performance. Yeah. Like people are not having to accept this is, this is my way. I don't do you no know, shouting, I don't do none of that. Mm. But like people are starting to accept and like recognize the impact it has on the kids. Yeah. Um, in terms of my well now, I have zero to no idea.
1: Okay. Mm. I've
0: been so distracted. But normally I wouldn't work out every single day of the week. But somehow I've done that because.
1: But that's your way of escaping, isn't it? Mm, I think. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. I've linked Mary every single day of the week.
2: Raw. Who's Mary? James. Oh, <laughs> bro. <bruh. laughs>
0: so I have no idea what i that's, 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 that's escapism, s- isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't mention yeah. this.
1: I've linked Mary as well quite a bit this week, but not like excessively. It's been like, Mary, let's go, veg, Then once, mm. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, man, I,
2: I don't know what I'm avoiding. Well, mm. but. but they're sat in there. <laughs>
1: guys Mm -hmm. lean into
2: this conversation (laughs) like
1: wherever you are like i don't think
2: we've ever been no what's magic is (laughs) it just it just reflects how intelligent we are yeah where like his subconscious (laughs) is so aware there's something like it's there yeah and his brain knows his conscious doesn't know yet yeah but his like he knows and it's like oh not yet not yet it's, yeah it's like it's like you know gunman is in a room waiting for you yeah and you're like you don't know what's in everybody you're not them ah oh, let god me just god damn let me just see. Oh, <laughs> not yet not yet Ah, oh. yeah <laughs> yeah but gunman it's like what's it um, goodfellas where they knew they were gonna whack man i don't know if you l- l- watch that movie. i haven't watched goodfellas no uh, they were gonna make they're gonna make like this monster made man but like his friend knew he was gonna get killed didn't it but mm. he it was like when he found out he cr- it was so emotional to him but he's like i, was- but- I knew it i knew it mm. but yeah it was it, was, it was it reminds me of that how like it's like you know it you don't know it like technically you don't know but you know mm. like, you mm. know and it's like yeah uh, you
1: know i mean yeah, frustrating. yeah. Very frustrating. wow idris Mm. Wow. So I'm gonna start with you then, because <laughs> like, okay, wow. I'm. You know, I'm. I'm a bit blown away right now because it's like usually it's one of us or maximum two, right? Who's a little bit off center, right? You have got Idris who doesn't know where the <laughs> he is. Sam feels sad and I'm more tired. Yeah, then I can explain. This is <laughs> this is this is different. But I think it's good because we really should lean into we we need to lean into the conversation in moments like this because I am concerned that there are some people who might listen to us, right? Or watch us and just assume that you know we only ever have the conversations when we are on top of the world. Mm-hmm. Or we have the conversations once we've figured things out. But the mm-hmm. truth is we are consistently and constantly figuring things out. Interest, how old were you when you first when you put your first mask on? No,
0: so I
2: was
1: thinking about this. Um, Ooh, before you start, actually, let me explain to the, to the to the audience. Okay. So when we talk about masks, we're just talking about um that, that facade that you create in order to protect your, your true self. Um and we have spoken very brief briefly on this, um, especially when it when it pertains to young boys um and how they basically shut off from the emotions and put on a particular facade and so in this episode we're referring to that as the mask please continue sir
0: um i must have been young man i'd say maybe about six like you said mm. i'm taking a rough guess um but i think that's because my two siblings were there at the time within my older sister and my older brother they were very close but obviously i was there mm. i was a little baby mm-hmm. so i just felt like i had to tough around them. They used to gang up on me still. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to be tough. I yeah. Had to be tough. yeah. Um, so I think so I was fighting. Ah, I didn't know <laughs> <laughs> I had to fend for myself. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah. Tough. Wow. And, and when did that mask change into when did it transform because at first it's like okay cool I'm gonna protect myself from like these mongrels I call siblings yeah right and when you're 6 years old and you're getting bullied trust me you're gonna call them every name under the sun it? so let's not let's not get judgy there okay cool so 7, 8 years old what goes on what happens
0: 7, 8 years old what happens in my life my mum left to come here mm-hmm. um, and at that point he was just raised by my grandma and um, I don't know. that felt weird. That did feel weird.
1: Mhm. And did you have to mask through that?
0: I think so, because we had to. We all had to just be brave about things, just, which we were told was for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Like, Again, yeah, it was academic related because she was there doing university course. Mhm. So that's why, like, literally, education is so deep in my it's just long. Um, yeah. So we just have to be brave about it because we're talking about the greatest kids.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Sam, how old were you when you put your first mask on?
2: I don't know because I'm thinking, and anything I can think of, mm. it feels more like a switch than. Like a mosque Okay, yeah. Uh, one example I can think of was my stepdad stealing from me, and um, I remember that day arguing with my mum, like trying to tell her no, he didn't Still I had saved up, so I had saved up twelve pound thirty when mm. I was in primary school, mm. and I remember I had saved it up. I was like, yeah, I'll buy, I'm gonna buy a house for you, mum, a car, like. I was like excited, innit? I had saved it up selling some Pokemon cards I got off year sixes. Mm. And I was also, I ran this. Gambling ring for marbles <laughs> 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 And at first you had to pay me commission In marbles It's like I right, give me three marbles And you lot can gamble on this drain Because I, I own the drain Basically there was, <laughs> there was different So when you wait play a minute, marbles Wait a minute Wait a minute, wait, a a a minute, minute wait, I don't wait, minute, know wait, how I came up with
1: it Yeah, These man joke about how I'm a dictator This God. guy oh. This guy discovered a drain Right? And uh, I use inventive commas, yeah? And then he commandeered the drain. You, no, and no, then no, he no, put sanctions. Let me, no,
2: let me
1: tell you. about how funny movies oh, no. <laughs> let, let me tell you what happened. no, no. no, no. <laughs> let me
2: tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. The drains, yeah, in my primary school was mainly these big square drains with, like, tra- uh, diamonds on it. Right. So it was like, there was no holes. So you could go... It with, was, like, yeah, so you just roll it. Right. That game was... Sh- so I've now come... When, I think it was my friend Terrell. It or, was or either Terrell or Jao Gomez. I, my gut's telling me it's one of them. I got them to play marbles with me. One of them had marbles. And then I got the drain with the lines in it. Yeah. So I've gone and we're playing on it, playing on it, trying to hit the line to get line up the marbles. Right. And then you take the marbles. So now others are coming to play. I'm like, now if you want to play, you got to give me some of your marbles. Because I got no pocket money. So right. I couldn't have marbles. I couldn't have Pokemon. Nothing like that. So initially... All these kind of schemes were so I can have some marbles or I can have some Pokemon cards. I can have things my mom couldn't give me, innit? Right. So, now they're giving me the marbles, I'm now like, oh, yeah, if anyone... So, every day, people are like, oh, Sam's drain, Sam's drain. So, go, oh, Jesus. they ever playing at Sam's drain. So, now we're playing, I had been... Now we're playing for keeps, do you know what I'm saying? And as we're playing for keeps, I became, I knew this drain like the back of my hand that I will play you for keeps, take all your marbles and sell them back to you. So uh, if you want your marbles, (laughs) so it's like, we play for keeps, but if you want your marbles back, you can give me some money and you get your marbles back. And that's, that's, so I had done that, but I'm talking pennies, like 5p, 10p. I had stacked up £12.30. Every day I come home That's and I count it. Yeah. Every day I come home, I, ca- I knew I knew how many 5p's were in there. I knew how many 10p's were in there. I knew how many 20p's were in there. I knew how many 50p's were in there. I knew it like the back of my hand every day. And like a dirty kid, I will smell my hand like... <laughs> 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 you were watching DuckTales. That's what happened. What that I don't, don't know what that is. is.
1: DuckTales! And like they would like to dive into this room just full of gold coins. And it's like, I don't know why I did, I thought this wouldn't hurt as a child. I grew up and I said, Wait a minute, they don't, they were diving into coins. Like, yeah, but go on, sorry, yeah.
2: So, <laughs> I smell my hand up like, every day. Like, on my way from school, I used to walk home from school, and the walk was like half an hour or 40 minutes. But the whole journey, I'm counting the money in my head, like, up to 12 pounds 30. I'll go home, i take it's at the corner of my dresser, I'll pull it out, I'll count it, it's there, put it away. One day, I came home. And I remember the the money wasn't there. So I ran and I grew up watching Nollywood, innit. it? So mm-hmm. it's a bit dramatic, is not
1: it? A bit so dramatic, I, he says, guys. So like I ran to the living
2: room. I was like, my mummy, we've been robbed. Arm um, robbers have robbed us. We've been robbed. And my mum was like, what are you talking about? I was like, we've been robbed, mummy. I was like, I she was like, where? I was like, come, come, come. Took her to my room I was pulling her Like Pulling her Her wrapper. Come Dragging her to my room And then My mum was like What have they taken I was like My money mum My £12.30 And my mum was like Then Why didn't they take the TV I was like "Mummy, why would they take the TV When there's money here uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was I was looking at her like Duh <laughs> Oh my gosh I was like, I was like Remember and then my mom was like, "Oh, um, wait till Daddy gets home," because she thought uh, he took it in it. Because she used to steal from him, I didn't know that. So no, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. So she was like, "Oh, wait till Daddy gets home." I'm like, "No, we we, we need to find these robbers. We need to get them before they get away, me They'll get away." Like, oh my god. And then, and then um. He came home. He came. It wasn't long after that. He came home. I said, like, "Daddy, Daddy, we've been robbed!" Don't rob yourself, He's laughing. He's like, what are you talking?" I was like, "We've been robbed." I was like showing him. I was like, oh, "I had money in here, yeah. It was 4 pound thirty, and it's been taken." My dad was like, "Oh, have you have you checked here?" I was like, "No. Oh, let me check." What about there? My mom got pissed. Like, my mom was pissed. Was pissed watching right. him direct like, me. Right. So my mom, Sorry. my mom, <laughs> my mom dragged him out. All I heard was, "No, you can't fool me." That's all I was hearing, is it? So I'm like, "What are they? Are they like working out he's gonna get the robber." Like, I'm trying to work out <laughs> what they do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> well, I had absolutely no doubt in my mind that he did not take that money. That that would not even cross my mind. I remember. Right. Do you know the maddest thing? I remember. What my mom said, was telling me, I think he took it. I, I, this is what I said to my mom. I, I not hurt her feelings. I didn't realize at the time. I said, "No, mommy, he lies to you. He doesn't lie to me." Okay. <laughs> I thought I was special. <laughs> I watched
1: him lie to her. Oh please, you're like a hang-along. I'm along. a kid. <laughs> Baggage. So,
2: <laughs> so, so collateral. So now. So I'm. So that. What I'm saying is, that's how much I believe yeah. he didn't take that money. Yeah. Now, he comes with my mum and he's looking at me like a little nervous. And I'm like, Daddy, what is it? He's like, um, Sam, um, um, and he stutters when he's, like, struggling to say something or admit. He's like, I was like, what, what, what's what it Daddy?" And then he's like, um, I needed, um, to buy Guinness and petrol, so I borrowed your money. And I said, you took it? I remember... I think I could have been really sad or I could have been really disappointed. But he said something that made me forgive him immediately. What was that? I was like, you took it, daddy. You yeah, 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 but I borrowed it. I'll give you ventures. I'll give you £20. Pounds. I was like, daddy, if you ever need to take money from me again, let me know. This, time and that. I was excited. I was like, oh my days. I hope he takes my money all the time so I can get interest. I was excited, yeah. And I remember when he went, my mum... my mum... I never forget my mum coming to me, and this was where, this was a lesson where I learned to just take it out or let go of things. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She she came to me and she was like, "Let go of that money. I'm making new money." Like I remember her said that word, "Make a new money." Yeah. I remember that, "Let go of that money. I'm making new money." And I was like, "No, no, daddy, give it to me." He was like, "Samuel, let go of that money. I'm making new money." And I remember. Um, he used to come back. He used to come home. When he used to come home, yeah, I used to run to him and jump on his leg mm. like hey and I will hold his leg mm. as he's walking. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, um, are you okay? You know? mm-hmm. That was always the routine. And I remember, he 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 would do food shopping, and I w- I was always the person to put all the stuff away. Uh-huh. Like, so he comes does the shopping. Daddy, did you get the clothes butter? We know we need butter. Did you get? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you got this. Like, I'm, I'm packing it. Now all of a sudden I'm like a bit price conscious because that's I'm packing stuff. I'm like, oh, Daddy, how much is the Cheerios? Because you bought Cheerios and you owe me money. And I'm like, I'm honestly I'm like counting it. I'm counting it. And I'll have to go to my mommy, how much is, is the meat that you bro? How much is this? and my mom was like, Make it I told you making money. You won't see that money. But I think and I kept asking him, he's like, I'll give it to you soon, I'll give it to you soon. And then I remember some honestly it must have been like four months or something he was like stringing me along and there was a moment i believe it was like visitors that came or something and i remember they asked for something or they wanted something and he gave them money but he always told me he don't have money in it so i remember when he when i saw the cash he gave it to them it was when i realized oh my god he's just lying to me like it crushed He's the first person in my life that broke my heart. Like, it crushed me. It crushed me. I had proper trust issues after that as well. Because I'm looking at it as if this is a man that loves me and he's capable of doing that to me, these strangers can do as they, they can do anything they 10. want. So I remember, the thing I remember the most about it was when he came home after that and... Um, yeah, he just came and I was like, "So hey. sorry, guys. This is our podcast. basically. we got our podcasters in here Hey. They're bright brothers. Make sure you follow them. Yeah, support them. Sorry, guys. Bye. It's alright. Thanks. That was ever worse timing. <laughs> She's not alive. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm saying. Um, I remember. He came home, and I i just said hi dad and i never called him daddy after that i called him dad i never ran and held him i never hugged him again in my life ever like and that was the moment where i started to get really disconnected as a person as a human being like and it's not something i'm just discovering i've always said that that was actually my building block to me gaining trust in people again and Kind of being connected with people and stuff because I realized that that was a moment where it like that heartbreak was a lot in it, it mm. a lot and um yeah that but that's why I say for me rather than a mask it really felt like a switch if that makes sense like my, my way of thinking changed the way I, I looked at certain things changed but I'm ten, after that and he took that money I went back and I grinded and I made a lot more money i made a lot more and i didn't said you just... he is not he's not touching my money again he's not seeing this he's not seeing that i'm holding i was holding him accountable for everything he stopped he kept trying to make me lie on his life. he was <laughs> a woman in a church and i didn't like her but i didn't know he was there now. but i just knew he's always trying to have me lie for him mm. and i wasn't going to i'm like no I'm like <laughs> mm. so he's to stop he used to try and get me to go to my mom's church because they will pick like which church we'll go to. And he kept saying, yeah, yeah, yeah they'll come to my church. So after, after church, he wants to do his thing. And I'm, I'm caught blocking him consistently, consistently. i Can you imagine
1: my mom. just the depravity, right? That the only time you can really conveniently cheat on your wife is Sunday after church.
2: He was serving the Adventist, so Saturday. Saturday after church. Yeah, and that church finished one p.m. They're frauds. So you have the rest of the day. Like, Ayo! yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruv ah. Bruv I remember the the, the the Jessica's house. Basically, the the woman that he was doing these things <laughs> with. Let's bleep up all these names. <laughs> the take. I don't. I don't care. Eh? The names can be said, fam. The, the Roberts family. I don't give up. Oh. <laughs> I don't care, fam. Oh, and you know what? She's innocent. She's a, she was a child, but it's her mom in it. Her mom, <laughs> her, her mom, was sisters. So they were doing wingman thing. So my dad, my mom's friend, and 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 their partner, he was f- like they were all f- each other. Everyone was f- they were whores. They were whores, and what they used to do? <laughs> he used to try, he used to try pimp me out with Christopher's PlayStation. So he used to be like, oh yeah, you wanna play PlayStation at like Christopher oh, yeah yeah yeah. I'll go to Christopher's house. We will play PlayStation there, and I remember my dad would be in a room with Cecilia. So I, w- I remember I used to always knock on the door. and Daddy, um, I want to do this. I would look for an excuse. I'd be like, oh, can you come outside? Wait, I'm talking. I was like, oh, okay. Um, how long are you gonna talk for? Sam, so give you just give me. T- okay, I can imagine come back two, two, minutes later, minute, two minutes later, a minute two, and he said, Dad, I'm hungry. <laughs> oh there's food in the I'm not in the mood for that Sam please Can you like He's <laughs> like <please? laughs> Pleading with me, <laughs> Um I was Yeah Yeah And I didn't know What they're doing But I knew Because I used to watch Sunset Beach with my mum Oh With Ben watch- And Yeah Ben, ben Yeah And, and I'm, ben, they used to talking about Two yeah, timing and yeah. I was like Okay something's happening In there That I know in Sunset Beach Will make a woman cry Yes You know what I mean Yes <laughs> Yes Remember yeah. Ben had an evil twin? Yeah. That was Sunset Beach. Yes. Yeah. Okay, but Johnny, you need to remember, yeah? For me, what you're saying now, I swear to God, I didn't really know. It was, I was like five, six. Like, I don't yeah. really know yeah. what's going on, but I kind of was grasping it. Like, I was
1: absorbing it, but I didn't fully know, innit? Listen, Sunset Beach was all the rage, man. That like, They used to, there was murder, I, I was going to say, I couldn't tell you what was happening, but I remember the lessons I learned watching yeah. it. Yeah. yeah yeah man. you know like i appreciate what you're saying about the switch and everything but you know what i the reason why i i use the terminology mask is because that same excitement you had initially when he said to you um yeah i'll give you back 20 pounds with Mm. interest you know give your money back with interest i'll give you 20 pounds and that that part of you that was like oh my god yeah like cool whatever that part of you became preserved right when it was covered by the, okay, do you know what? You don't deserve this section of me, right? And how I how I see it as someone who, who's experienced you as a friend and as a, and as a brother is that I feel masses of that compassion and that empathy and that love
2: and that care from you, right? Do you, do you know what? My fingers have like maybe the, the kind of precision in the term mask mm. It's probably because of Working our way down Okay what about the thing I call wearing a mask If that makes sense mm. In a thing of Because mask for me Is a lot more temporary And easy to just Flip in and out mm. do you know what I'm saying mm. So In terms of Actually pretending You feel this way Or pre- mm. Putting this front So for me The way I picture Like a mask mm. The use of masks mm. Emotionally mm. Is this front do you know what I'm saying yeah. Rather than this thing more to your core that's xyz or something that you can't just lift up it requires a lot more work yeah it's like it's become almost like a tan on your body do you get what i'm saying rather than the paint that you can just wash off it's like a tan and you've got to give it time for it to actually go so um yeah for me that's why something like that i wouldn't i wouldn't see that as a mask just for the sake of what I do see as a mask and I won't use them got interchangeably got it yeah
1: got it all right so before I tell you about when I put my mask on we are going to call these people because they're trying to do do us dirty like they did two months ago yeah oh, bringing the food when we're trying to cut and it's like fam I'm bringing the audience in on this
2: hello excuse me <laughs> <laughs> We
1: are coming. We are coming. Hi there. Good evening. Um, I made an order so, so long ago from um, CR04BD and it was supposed to arrive at 1935 latest. It's now
0: 1941.
1: Waiting for the driver.
2: driver.
1: Yes. You have my phone number, right? Sorry? You have my phone number, right? Yeah, like as in like on the when when just when they when the just eat order comes through, my phone number comes with it, doesn't it? Okay. When my order came through,
0: yes.
1: my number came through with it, correct? Yeah, I got your number, yeah. Great. So you people provide an estimate. When you're about to miss your estimate, you would do well. You need to call me and tell me that my order is going to be late.
0: Why should I call you?
1: <laughs> because, I'm <a> cu- <laughs> because I'm a customer. I'm a customer and, the, and your, the food is late and it's coming from your establishment, right? She said, why? <laughs> it's like 10 minutes, okay? So, yeah, need
2: for the driver.
1: He's looking in here five minutes, okay? I'll take your food. It's not like one hour late. But the food is late. I-
2: oh my but god
1: don't don't worry, she don't, don't, give worry. A heck. don't worry just just don't worry about it it's all right i'll, I'll, I'll wait for the food it's okay don't worry don't worry uh, all right cool 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 all right bye she has no idea ladies and gentlemen that was Sam. i don't care how much you love these burgers yeah that was royal fried chicken on nine green right lane and <laughs> car sm5 2ds under the yeah. bus they go because their food is nice but this stupid woman decides to ask me why she should call me. Sorry, let me go
0: out time to turn
1: down the yard. Yeah. Oh, Asking God, me why she should she call me. Can you hey, believe Why should I call you? Bruv, yeah. your order's late or oh, so it's not like it's an hour late? Not like
2: an hour late. <laughs> <laughs> you lot, you lot. She said, I'm not getting paid. Not. Yeah, <laughs> I gonna say, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say, one thing's for sure is she has no affiliations with that company. <laughs> no. Nope. She's here to do a job and that's it yeah <laughs> i know imagine you're about to punish them for for this for this rogue
1: <laughs> yeah man royal fried chicken nine green right green right yeah layer. they heard you man now i'm saying again car SM sm52ds yeah, SM5 2DS, yeah? Oh, Lord. food is delicious but the for the but the customer service is garbage it is it was nineteen fifteen to nineteen thirty five, the estimated delivery time. It is now nineteen forty-five. Yeah, I, I, I care. I care a lot. And I'm hungry about why should I call you? Dave Shepard
2: told me I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's in my head. I don't know. You know what? Let me let me see if I can get... Yeah, this is it.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Alright, so <clears throat> Yeah, I it.
1: Oh. Alright, cool. So how old was I when I put my mask my first my first mask on? Year after mask? I think I was I was eight years old. When I first put my mask on. Mm-hmm. I was relentlessly trying to Just keep myself as, you know, as jovial and and just, like, innocent and bubbly, whatever. But what it was is that the people around me couldn't stand that stuff. Don't get me wrong. I can understand why you would find a child like me annoying. Because it's like, who the hell is happy all the time? Who the hell is excited all the time? You know? And I was. But the thing that really crushed me, you know, despite all the silly things that certain people around me used to do, the thing that really crushed me... Mm. Was the day I discovered that my family is not who I thought we were. And that's twofold. Eh? I knew that my family was an important family, but I didn't know how much. But I, I discovered how much when my dad was caught out being a naughty boy. Mm. Because it was national news.
2: Sure. Yeah. Bravo. When your dad cheats, it's a scandal. Yes. When my dad cheats. <laughs> yeah but you touch
1: Jesus, like it's just, <laughs> just forgiveness <laughs> <laughs> you know and and um i remember like having to go to school the morning that this news is breaking and walking past the traffic lights where these newspaper vendors would like sell newspapers to people who were at the, at the traffic light but it's red mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm.
2: leave my
1: yeah just a little bit but we'll survive and, I remember just having to go to school and just put on the bravest face, you know. I told him?
0: Yeah, but in it still? It's from other brothers. It's not
2: my like guy." You told, I feel like he even upped it. He turned it off then slapped it on in it.
1: Yeah. So, I went to school, had to put on a brave face. I was that Ayo! kid who used to threaten teachers. Um, with you know, sort of like taking their jobs away and stuff like that. So I had to swallow some humble pie real quick. Mm. You know, when I found out that my family's business was out of the papers and stuff. But then again, not only did I put on a mask, I I got the paint and the embellishments out. I said, we're gonna decorate this. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the most. So I st- I would tell the most elaborate lies for no reason. Yes, uh... For no reason anything that could get people to just take their attention away from the fact that what what i believe to be my perfect family was not perfect at all and it's it's crazy because all these years later you know 20 something years like like 25 years later I'm, I'm looking back and i think to myself oh. like not only did i put a mask on but that really shaped my my uh, views of shame mm. It shaped how I assess the room even before walking into it. Mm. And being the kind of person that walks in and I'm very bubbly and everything, and it's very easy for me to like grab attention. In my adult years, I've been a lot better, where it's like, it's not every room I walk into where I'm just like, I'm here! You know, sometimes I try my best to do the whole low key thing, but instead of like hiding back in the day as a kid, be- because of what I discovered, I would put myself in the front of everything. Mm. We're not hiding, not gonna do that. You know, so it would take away attention from the fact that something so embarrassing is going on. So I would say that that was the first time I put my mask on. And that mask would, I would wear it till 19. Mm. And I never used to really cuss when I was younger. But when I was 19 years old, I was licked. No, 20 years old. I was licked with a uh, about with depression for six months. Mm. And that depression was frustration because it's like, at this point, it's been how many years of just turmoil, turmoil. Like, at this point, it's like 12 years of just turmoil, turmoil, everything's just shit. Everything's long. Moved house more times than I have fingers and toes. Just like mom and dad, are they together? They're not together. You know, we've moved country, the racism, th- th- just not having papers, not having a job. So I got depressed. And I remember one day the the the, the two words <laughs> that got me through that depression because I was functioning. I got up every day and I still went to my volunteer job and everything. And I got up and like, I got myself ready, I remember I'd just be waiting for the bus and I just mutter the words. Ayo. Yes. Mm. And for someone who was like so like I was such a puritan and I and I really wasn't about like you know the whole cussing and mm. da, 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 all of the stuff. I was like, I was like you know a cut above the rest in that way and i tried to keep myself quite sterile in terms of like how like my image and stuff like that and i realized you know what you can't maintain the image of someone who's been battered and bruised even with the mask on if someone's gonna really have at it with a baseball bat some some damage is gonna happen underneath there, it mm. right so i took that mask off and i was like this then i realized i was too bruised so i had to put on another mask instead mm. and that one was the mask of reckoning i will say because i've got papers now yeah cool but now it's time to catch up on all the emotional growth that couldn't happen Mm. because of that continual trauma Mm. and that trauma is not just about my father's infidelity um or some of the madnesses that was going in the house you know but it's also what i then got my own organic trauma from the playground right from each neighborhood i lived in from each school i attended college i I attended um just you know even even like being bullied um at church i think i've spoken about this once before but there was a guy at church one time who was like interrogating like oh why are you always you know like reaching out to people and i was like i'm trying to make friends (laughs) like i've just come from kent i don't i don't know anyone i'm trying to make friends um and I would offer to people, I would offer people like, I'll, I'll come and cook at your house because I, I just like really learned how to cook, right? I taught myself how to cook and I was like, this is amazing. I want to share this gift and now, you know, if I can kind of like get people outside through this. And this guy, he said, why would you go and cook at people's houses? And I said, because I like to embrace people. And he said to me, have you thought that maybe people don't want to embrace you? Mm. That has been one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever heard. Mm. It was so horrible. And so I had to also process and reckon through moments like that as well so i would say from 20 to 27 it was like trying to heal the superficial marks right Mm. from the from the battering the bruising of over the years but then 27 to 31 was open heart surgery and i could not afford to wear any mask at all I couldn't afford to wear any mask at all because if you really want to like kind of assimilate it to like a real thing if you've been burnt in the face or something you've got bruises and stuff like that you can't put anything that sticks to your face because then it's going to literally fuse to your face i had to allow myself to heal or begin healing because i'm actually very much in the process still i had to then accept that there are so many aspects of my childhood that i didn't process there were so many heartbreaks and pains that I felt like I wasn't allowed to process, so therefore I just put it away. Why? Because boys don't cry, don't be a, don't be a sissy, don't be a ninny, don't be a, don't be moist, you don't be a wet you. blah blah blah. So much, mm. so much. So when I do the work I do now, and I hear someone, or but should I say, when I see a kid acting out. lying excessively or just constantly getting in trouble there are some questions that need to be asked and fortunately in some cases if i approach a parent for instance and say hey you know this is what i've been noticing about your child xyz some of them they open up and say well actually i can see what you're talking about well it might help to know that this happened and this happened and this happened in the family then I can kind of be like, oh, I see, I see. You know, well, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that, etc. You know, for instance, recently, you know, I, I, had a sim- I had a kid who just constantly was just getting in trouble and I was like, this is just petty stuff. Contacted the kid's parent. And I was like, you know, like, what's going on? How are things? How can I help, how can I support? And the list of things that I was given that have happened in that family in the last two years and the idea that the adults in the family don't even consider that this is why this kid is acting this way it blew me away Mm. and it tells me that you know what i genuinely i'm so glad i chose the road of forgiveness when it comes to my older relatives because (laughs) to them if something bad happens today and you cry about it today for them on record he cried
2: Mm.
1: so he should be okay it's done he cried there's no understanding that this is a process that's going to take a while. Another child who broke down because of whatever, and the mom is sitting in the classroom and she goes, oh yeah, but that was three years ago when that thing happened and he's cried about it. I'm like, no, we've barely scratched the surface. We've barely scratched the surface. So I wanted to have this conversation today because every single little boy puts on a mask at some age and it's usually before they hit double digits. Or they have, a, they have a switch, like Sam explains. And I think it's super, super important to be able to, to look at a child and say, okay, this behavior, is this behavior a, a, just a general personality trait? Or is this child trying to communicate something mm-hmm. as a result of traumas and trials and tribulations that they've been through? Um, there is word going around that, oh, you know, kids of today are so sensitive and this, this, this. I've even been called weak. I've told you that guys before. One of my relatives called me weak. For speaking out on some of the things that I've experienced, including sexual abuse, which I I beg to differ so 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 strictly, I beg to differ. Yeah, <laughs>
2: people that struggle to speak, <laughs> right?
1: And so, you know, having said that, my message really is: we need to stop looking at these little boys at six and seven and eight years old and be like, "Oh my God, he's so cute." because you have no idea what it is that child is, is having to process.
2: Mm.
1: And it could be something as, you know, it, it might seem, it, it might be seemingly trivial, like like when your dad stole that £12.30 off you. And I say seemingly trivial because it's £12.30, but then the big part is that as a 29-year-old man, he remembers, and he will remember for the rest of his life, that somebody who he held up high and even deified in some way, mm-hmm. right? Went and betrayed him in that way,
2: mm.
1: and so in the grand scheme, it might look like, "Oh, come on, Sam, oh, come on." But the actual fact is that contributed to the
2: reckoning <laughs> with trust. What's the matter is that I made way more than that by year six, and it would not replace the 12 twelve thousand. It wouldn't. Like, it wouldn't. No matter how much money I made, it would never replace because it's how the, how it I was felt. the violated principle. Yeah, it was yeah, the violation yeah, for of the sure, principle. For sure, it just shows like how much like some of these. Pains come with sentiment that you you just can't replace, it in it? And you, what what resonated with me was you speaking about someone saying, you know, maybe they don't want to welcome you. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of um, I remember there was, I had these friends that were twins. I had many twin friends, but there was these two that I went to school with, and they're one of the few from secondary school that had kind of made the final cut at the time I was like in college and uni and stuff or beginning not know. but um, I remember from that time to time I go to their house you know what I'm saying I hang out They, one of them was into music I was helping them with that stuff and one of them was like quite ambitious I'd oh. say and the other one wasn't and um, the one that was Ambitious was the one I was hanging around a lot, and then the other one I was cool with, and he'll come and sometimes we play a game or chop it up, and we'll go. Mm -hmm. So I remember my boy, the ambitious one, was saying, "Oh yeah, like I'm gonna be home at X time. Come pull up by blah." I was like, "Cool." So I went to the house, and he he wasn't there yet. It was just the mum, so I was like, "Okay, cool." I was I was feeling awkward, like. No offense, because they're Caribbean, mm-hmm. I felt uncomfortable, like, chilling in the house or just being there because I know sometimes they're a bit funny about... Oh, people. yeah. When, yeah. I was, when
1: I was a teenager and going to my Caribbean friend's house, yeah, I didn't they, feel comfortable quite, at all.
2: Well, the, 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 yeah, they can be. The ones that, like, adopt a lot of, like, British culture, I do find them a lot more hostile than... Um, like other caribbeans are a lot more kind of fresh and they're like okay. i find them a lot more hospitable and things like that but anyways so i was a bit uncomfortable The mum mom was like no, no no, come in and just wait till he gets here so i was like all right cool so um his mom was like getting ready to cook and that so i was like oh like can you show me how you make your food so i was helping her cook and i don't know if it was like an hour or something before he came um and um I was helping her cook and that. So he's come, and then his, maybe his twin brother that was not so ambitious came. But I was like, yo, you good? He's like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, they're they're all like bubbly and stuff, cool. And my boy comes and he's all bubbly and like, cool. So now the food's all done, this, that, and that. Take the food to my boy's room, the ambitious one. So we're chopping it up, talking about our plans, what we're gonna do, this, that, and that. So now there's like some, some music he he made or created, so I was like, all right what we're gonna do? We're gonna send it to these people. We're gonna do this. Let me let me put it on your phone, and then I can transfer it. Blah blah blah, I was doing all of that. So I have. So he gave me his phone. So I'm now transferring the music onto his phone, and then it was an Android, but around them Android times, they still had the band because this would have been 20. 2013 uh-huh. so it was an android and it'll still have the banner when someone sends a message uh-huh. so i had his phone and i was like doing like what i'm doing and i see the banner coming from his twin brother and he's like fam right does sam not know when to leave or something like that how could he how could he come and be here just with mum to or something like that something along them lines oh. yeah and i remember i just watched it all come in and continued what i was doing gave him the phone and i was just watching him mm-hmm. like i was watching him see if he reacted to what he'll do mm-hmm. and um i remember i um i don't remember what happened i don't remember any all i remember is i gave it enough time and i spoke to them both mm-hmm um i'm very confrontational so i just went to him i said look i saw what your brother said and I, I don't know how you feel towards me but like i want you to know i ain't gonna do something like that again your mom invited me in you this that and that i don't see why that's even a problem mm-hmm. i don't know why my man's moving like that's his girlfriend or something like, oh, i don't oh. get why he's doing this <laughs> i don't get why he can't just come and tell me mm-hmm. i remember i said that to him And I remember he was like, oh, he gets like that when he's cranky or something like that. So I remember, so I I remember I then confronted the less ambitious one. Uh And I told him that, um, I told him like how I felt, like I saw it. I just, with him it was a lot more short. Like I just told him I saw it and I think you're and then I left. And then... I don't know how long, but I, I remember the year because I was with my first girlfriend. No, mm-hmm. actually, she was my second. But I was with her, and I. Oh, God. <laughs> uh,
1: oh, God. Sam, no, Sam, I Sam's years. unique barometer. Do you know I remember what, years. He knows what year by it was, by but with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. her when I
2: was 18, and her when I was 21. So I was 21. <laughs> so I remember I was with her, and I remember the guy I called me, the less ambitious one. And I remember. Um. He apologized and he said oh yeah like i'm sorry i don't know why i really did that you didn't do anything wrong this that and that and i was like all right that's cool isn't it like i, I felt a lot better him apologizing and holding himself accountable uh-huh. but what i will say is before that i never thought someone secretly wanted me to leave without saying anything or so. do you get what i'm saying like if uh-huh. someone is just calmly there and we're chilling I, it never crossed my mind. Oh, maybe they want me to leave. So. I always thought because because I knew if I wanted someone to leave, I said, Oh, you know what? Like I'm tired or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it never crossed my mind. Oh, uh, maybe this person's a little bit. Uh, let me not say that. That's unfair to some people. But do you know what I'm saying? I don't think. Oh, uh, maybe they they can't pluck the courage to say, Oh, you know what? Uh, I, I want you to go. It never crossed my mind. You see, after that, yeah. After that. Uh, above I will I will take myself out before yeah before I even yep. think they want to go. I'm like I, I'm not even ready to go. I'm, I could be having fun and mm. in the middle of fun, I be like, ah right, you know what? I'm, yeah, I'm gonna get going now. Just just to protect <laughs> yeah just to protect myself from that. Do you know yeah. how mad it is? Yeah. Like I, I can't even like it got to a point I couldn't trust you to tell me how you really feel until maybe a certain amount of time where I'm like where I feel. You know what it is? You know when I can trust someone? When the first time they tell me, ah, oh, Sam, you know what? I'm tired. I think I'm going to hit the hill. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. should go now. Like, when they tell me that, I'm comfortable. Because I'm like, I, I know. When it's At time. any point when they're tired or they're ready for me to go, they'll say, oh, ah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm ready for you to go. Do you know what I'm saying? It's mad yeah. because obviously we don't have the same energy levels or social meters or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, she don't communicate
1: it. Yeah. You, you know, you know I, it reminds me, except these this weren't Caribbeans, these were Nigerians, actually. Yeah. Um, and uh, one of my boys from back in the day, we're not boys anymore. I've talked about this guy on the podcast before. Um, anyway, so, uh, there was a time in life where, and to this day, I still don't know why, but like, there was a time when he like his mum and dad used to take turns calling my phone to abuse me. Yeah and they'll call my phone shout shout at me and say things like, I, I, and I never knew where they were getting the information from, mm. but I never ever cost them back ever because that part of Africa in me just won't die. Like, it's like, it's not to say I was going to just accept things lying down. I, I, it was very clear to me that, okay cool, a boundary must now be formed. But at the same time, I wasn't going to turn around, especially because I love my boy in it. So I wasn't going to turn around and, and like cuss them out. Anywho, it was the same with the sisters. He's got a couple of sisters. And the older one used to look at me with the most evil eye. And I don't know, like, he used to try and like protect me from it. He knew that she didn't like me. The same reason why, the same way I don't know why his parents used to um, harass me and abuse me on the phone. It's the same way I don't know how and why, you know, um, his sister would do this. So one time we went to church and I was on his phone doing something and I'm texting or whatever, and then Thank you and then we got to let this brother do the honors um, this food
2: has been tainted with their poor service <laughs>
1: <sighs> um and so i was holding the phone and, I, and we were in the cab we were in addison lee i don't forget and it was waiting outside so this guy had to go to his sister's house to, to collect something or is whatever is addison
2: lee still in business
1: yeah they are okay. they're not going nowhere um <laughs> and so he did his thing he was up there, and please believe she texts, no, 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 before he went up there, she texts and says, um, please come alone, don't don't bring Cass. Mm-hmm. So I see it come up, mm-hmm. and then it goes. So anyway, sometime later, not the same day, he's talking to me about like, oh yeah, like, you know, my sisters, my parents are my sisters don't think this is to I said, bruv, your older sister doesn't like me. Mm. And he goes, he goes, what do you mean? That's not true. I said, bro, I was holding your phone when she specifically told you not to bring me up into her house. Mm. Her little her little poxy peppin' flat. Yeah? I was I, I was holding your phone when she said that to me. And she he was to trying
2: me. to bring you there. He
1: was he no, he wasn't trying to bring oh, me. He was he just saying. He, that. he was oh, just he's trying he's to like cool. kind of downplay cool, yeah. 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 And I said, on top of that, your sister came into our house the other day and saw me. And did not say one word. Not one word. So for me, I, I don't rate people who can't say how they feel. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I can't rate them. I can't rate them. I can't. That's why even, for example, when I heard that there was like whispers in the shadows recently, yeah, about certain my certain way of doing things. I'm just like, come and be a grown-ass person and say it to me, man. Come and say it to me. Like, if, for me personally, I'll tell you this. Ever since the mask came off, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Ever since the mask came off, I'm t- I'm, I'm not taking any prisoners. You know, and I found that one of the pluses of living mask free is that people, A, don't have to wonder what's what's going on in my mind. Mm-hmm. And B, I don't have to think about having to be one personality in one space and another personality in another space. Is that mine?
2: Uh, what's yours meant to be? I just reordered like, like yeah, I just, it's
1: chili chili garlic or something yeah it's cool. chili chili mayo, mayo chili not mayo. Mayo. Not mayo mayo so yeah man like I I I I, I think living mask free for me obviously dealing with all the darkness and the ugliness of what's gone on in the past is is definitely very harrowing and difficult but for me. At 19 years old, when I was just like, yeah, like, fuck this, I just found like a very, like, a much easier way to live life. Mm. And my circles since have shifted a a number of times. Thank (laughs) you. My my circles have shifted a number of times since. But it's a lot more solid now because (laughs) ah, the people who who, who I'm, I'm around now, who they met is who I still am. And me and my all my colors and eccentricities and whatever, I'm accepted for exactly who I am. So all those all those moments where I felt like I had to be masked up, even as recently as that whole situation with like the sister texting to him about oh don't bring don't bring your bridging up or whatever hmm. It's like whatever
2: you what know. How, how long ago was that?
1: Four years ago. Oh, that's
2: quite recent. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's way more recent than that. Well. Yeah, i think you were talking like 10 years ago or something. No, 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 no. It's Not an even
1: answer. 10 years ago. Like, yeah, like 18 or something. No, this That's is crazy. Recent situation. As
2: grown, as adults, they did, um, yeah, they're doing this as adults. And you know, don't saying
1: this woman's wedding at her request. Swear. So, and I never actually done anything wrong to her. It was like the whole tribal thing. Mum and dad don't like Cass, so I don't like Cass either. Mm. Them ones. Can you imagine being a grown person at 28 years old who doesn't have their own brain? No. Mm-hmm. And the food is here. I'm tired as fuck. so I can't even express my excitement. Plus, that woman was rude. SM okay. five. <laughs> <on my> <laughs> I
2: know when the food came, I didn't even have a smile on my face like I usually do. Mm. 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 It's one of the moments where I was like, I've won, but at what cost? Mm.
1: Thank <laughs> God she doesn't <laughs> cook it. Mm. Oh my days! You look. I can't even lie to you
2: you got
1: to forgive her. Forgive who? <laughs> She's going to suck her mum. Suck your mum! So, anywho... I don't really want to talk anymore. I feel like we've really covered this This sh- mm-hmm. It's brilliant. Guys, me, Simon and Idris have basically pulled ourselves out of obscurity and still managed to deliver. Some very honest, heartfelt conversation. So, I don't I'm, feel like I was here, but I was here. I'm just the
2: conversation we yeah, had. <laughs> what do you mean you don't feel like you're here? You feel like your head was so somewhere out. else. That's but you made it today.
0: Even
2: yeah. that music yeah. over there. dancing in my head. Yeah, must have been Pissing you off. I felt that. Like I'm so irritable. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like you were like, you know, when you grit your teeth. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I feel like you're <laughs> gritting your teeth
1: mm-hmm okay Let me eat <laughs> yeah i'm gonna eat and feel better and go home listen life my- is
2: flogging us all you know mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: my mindful moment is take your mask off it's super scary but life is easier that way treat our boys with, with better care don't talk about big boys don't cry don't trivialize a child's pain if they're telling you that all uh, my xbox was taken away for a whole month it might be silly for us yeah and it might be a good reason but you have to really look into what gives um um like what what gives life meaning to these kids right and i use the silly example like xbox because honestly it really can be something as silly as an xbox yeah you know a gadget or whatever and being able to to give honest communication to, to these young kids when they're showing you that they're upset about something because. It will, it will live with them into their adult life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm approaching my mid thirties and I can definitely tell you that sh- that happened when I was six and seven years old still lives with me today. Sam shared something really important and so did Idris. So take the mask off for those of you who are grown. It's difficult, easier said than done, but trust me, it's rewarded. And for all the parents, role models, mentors, brothers, uncles, aunties, you name it, whoever you are. If you're seeing them little six and seven year old boys, please believe there is something that he's already put away in his cage of, the, of of forgotten things. And he's not forgetting because it's whimsical and it's delightful. He's forgetting because it's stripping, it's painful, and um, nobody likes to feel naked and, and unsafe and vulnerable in unfamiliar places. So that's my mindful moment.
2: It's ironic how disconnected adults are because they've been through the exact same thing. mm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like if they want to tap in, they can. Like mm-hmm. you can relate to your child, like as as much as you may think, I don't know how to handle this child. I don't know what to do. Think about all the things you would have liked. Think about the parent you'd have loved to have had. Think about the conversations you'd have loved to have had as a child. Think about the things that hold you back and what. Think about the parents you envied in your friends and other people. Like mm-hmm. what did you see? Mm-hmm. What parent did you see picking up their child where it's like, oh they're, they're such a cool parent, oh they I like this I like that. Like just 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 be just be a child. Just remember what it's like to be a child. And tap into that and provide your child with that parent. Don't provide your child with a parent you don't like anyway. You're trying to be like your parents, and you know right now. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Man, why are we <laughs> trying to be the very d- Ayo do you think like. Uh, being as nice as possible, you know what I'm saying, uh, We can find <laughs> d- hey, Listen to every one of our parents, uh, and they're great, they're fantastic, but there's so many things we can pick out, yo. You kind of oh. up here and here and here. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: I feel like, I feel like a lot of people, um, like, that part inside them, they've, like, almost killed it. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I feel like, with me, I imagine myself, like, at 18, 19, starting to realise that, like things aren't right. Mm. Like this isn't what it's supposed to be, but then for some people who are like let's say at 30 years mm. of not realising that at 18 mm. and not trying to anything really about it. That's 30 plus 30 more years of the yeah, same thing. so then like it just
2: dies. Mm. hmm So then mindful moment is don't let go of your inner child. Mm.
0: Um, me and my brothers have this running joke, like, the most toxic lions in the film. You wow. tough, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Wow! <laughs> wow!
0: The most toxic lion of any film. You guys. tough, tough right? right? Don't, don't, don't run that, because that has been run throughout all of our childhoods. All of our childhoods. And it doesn't work. We're, just, well, we're hmm? still going to feel how we're feeling. We're just going to be scared to show you, because you told us.
2: I'm mm-hmm.
0: I mean, just not going to know how to deal with it. it's just going to stay there. Let the kids feel what they're feeling. Help them navigate it. Right.
2: you know. The UK version would be Wee-Mew. <laughs> 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 Wee-Mew. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I have a kid.
1: had a kid, had a kid in, my, in my um boys singing club crying his eyes out because he was nervous about something and he was crying in front of the other boys and i invited him to lean into those tears Mm. yeah man i said boys you see what that is that is truth Mm. right now this boy feels like this and he's showing us how he feels what are we going to do about it we're going to a give him give him the space to do it And then, when he's had his, when he's cried his tears, we're going to encourage him to do what he's supposed to do in this session so that he doesn't ever have to cry those same tears again. Sounds easier said than done, and it is easier said than done, but when you get it done, it's powerful. And I can definitely say, for me, my personal life, I can see how this way of living has transformed lives with more people than you can imagine, Mm -hmm. how it's transformed my life. And I have the privilege of watching these young boys who spend them, afternoons and mornings and afternoons during break, making homophobic comments and racist comments towards each other. I'm watching them become, which is what kids do, by the way. It's not okay, but kids do it. Um, I'm watching them become these emotional, intelligent human beings. Sam, do you remember last week I played you that poem Mm -hmm. about that kid, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I just think things like that are super, super important. Um, So yeah. I love your mindful moments really great today's been um hard but what this should show you though is that as as difficult as our individual lives are and the distance you have to travel and sometimes you're in your moment eds and everything like we're really committed to this (laughs) thing aren't we (laughs) because you know what if it was something else yeah it's a phone call to say yeah i can't really make it today you know
2: (laughs) especially i'd say especially idris but the simple fact that he was even being honest, like, I can't laugh, I wasn't really even here for this episode. <laughs> but he's
1: still here. He's like. still here. It means a lot. It means a lot. And we truly are going through the trenches together.
2: Yeah.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, our episodes are always honest. But I think this is probably the most, emotionally, the most raw one. Because everyone's a bit bruised and sore, right? for one reason or another mm-hmm. i'm laughing because like we can all feel like this and not kill each other but actually you know take a more healing approach whereas most men they'll like i'm come out of that man like <laughs> yeah. do you know what i mean i like, just killing killing the movie like, oh, not the mood man <laughs> we all know boys like that <laughs> so um to each of you i appreciate your honesty and i respect your courage to be open you managers I love you guys so much um audience thank you for sticking to us what episode is this 20 yeah. what welcome to ep- this is episode 20 guys so yeah because the next drop is episode 19 so yeah so so this is episode 20 five
2: months
1: in six months mm-hmm. oh, yeah. the month ends next week buddy we st- <laughs> so six months 20 episodes and we keep pushing. I'm proud of us, and I hope all of you out there are proud of us too, or at least you're proud of yourself for leaning into at least one of the topics that we've brought up so far uh, on British Brothers, the podcast. I have been Ajani. I've
2: been Samuel Williams. Just Zita. And, and Dave Chappell told me I'm dope. <laughs> 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 we would clap, but we've all got food in
1: our hands, so... Mm. Peace and love. Yeah, man, out. Peace and love, people.
2: Have a good one.